All right, guys, we got a we got a crazy day at the office here. Dana came through. You guys get Mike on the camera too. He just popped in. I think he's too stunned to do the pod right now. Actually, he's never too stunned. What am I saying? By the way, you know that gift, Dana. You just got a gift from Mike, right? I, I said what? You just got a gift from Mike. Mike. Yeah, I got a gift, gift from Mike. Yeah. I don't think that gift though was supposed to be for you. It was supposed to be for you, Kyle. That's the funny thing. I got one too. Oh, you both got one. Yeah. yeah. John came over to me and John said Mike was uh, kind of high and gave the gift to Dana by mistake. Oh. So. Yeah. No, no. He. I got one too. All Did right, you get cool. one? No, I didn't get a gift. Oh wow. Nah. Did Mike remember you? <laughs> always just look. Well, you're, you're awful quiet today. You're, you're Listen, awful I got quiet a bone today. to pick with you too. You okay? Are you mad at me? You got a? No, I'm not mad at you. Why would All I? Right, be cool. Because I didn't know if I because you know the AB you're thing. A, you're a paranoid lunatic. I know. As I usual. Know. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> you're John, a paranoid John called lunatic. Dana and Dana didn't even know. He said, "What is Bob talking about?" <laughs> oh really? I, no, I just thought he was mad at me because usually you know Dana's pretty good about the texts and everything. And well, when you, you text know, him 50 times in one week, yeah, maybe oh, just... And if I don't answer 33 FaceTimes a night when he's drinking, I mean something's wrong. Yeah, my bad. He's FaceTiming me at 2.45 in the morning, and he thinks I'm mad at him because I didn't answer the FaceTime. No, it's usually whenever I'm having anxiety or anything like that, I call you. Like, for some reason, you, like, calm me down. You know? Yeah, so no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at you. I'll let those go soon. I'll stop calling you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we thought it would be cool to have uh, Dana back on the pod because it's doing so well now, and Dana was the first guest on the podcast, so you helped us. Congrats, boys. Like, Dana coming on, I appreciate you coming on first because that gave us the— the leverage and the reputation, you know, Dana coming on first and really believing in the pod, and now it's it's killing it, and we love doing it. So pleasure, brother. Thanks, Anything for you guys, you know that. Yeah. So what's good? You got in today? Just right now, just landed. And Where'd this is the first. This time. is a cool place to hang out every it's day. Cool, right? It's a vibe. It amazing. came together like pretty quick too. The full send off. Is this hidden? The kids not know where this place is. Not really. No. No yeah, one really no. knows. We better where keep it, is. it that way. Yeah, I know. We got security at the front, twenty four seven. So. This is the first event in California in a while, right? Yeah. How long it, has it been? I want to say it's been like two and a half years, two and a half, three years since we've been in California and, uh, and, and definitely down here at the Honda Center. But uh, the, 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 we're, we're the number one and number three all-time gate now at Honda Center. It was the number Rolling one Stones with 3.5 really? million this weekend, sold out $5 million gate. So we're number one and number three, and the Stones are number two. Damn. That's it's a big crazy. fight tomorrow, too. It's you going to the fight? I think my ticket's still active, right? I yeah, still... yeah, you're in. Okay, good. You're bring, by the way, I'm bringing a good guy. Yeah, I'm bringing Who Summer. Bringing? I'm bringing my girl, Summer. Is that right? Yes, that's what you should that's do. That's what I should, should do. Keeps me girl. calm, keeps me not partying, keeps me in line, in bed at 8.30 at night. Are up. you sober right now? Yeah, I mean, I had a couple, you know, I've had a couple beers the past couple days, but yeah, <laughs> nothing like... She's, I thought she's, you were bringing Timmy Bounce back. He's been hitting me up. No, no. Telling I, me he's sober and uh, can I come to the event? I'm sober. That had nothing to do with me whatsoever because last, oh my time God. Came, last time Timmy came to the event, he had Mickey Wark in a fucking headlock during the main event. <laughs> he's Yeah, that had nothing to do with me. I love Timmy, but I, that's not my, that's not my play. How yeah. big's this fight, you think, for like the UFC, the one coming up? It's a big one. You know, obviously... Every time that the heavyweight championship is on the line, it's, it's, it's a big deal. But when you have literally the two best heavyweights in the world and the two best heavyweight strikers in the world, it's, it's a fun night. It's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be a killer event on, on Saturday night. Yeah, Cyril Gon's like, what, 10-0, right? He's undefeated and uh, technically the greatest heavyweight striker in UFC history. Yeah, what's, you know, he, what's he ranked right now? Uh -huh. What's he ranked right now in the heavyweight? He's the interim champion. Oh, he He's is. He's the number okay. one contender, yeah. so Yeah, yeah it's going to be a uh, good fight. You know, Francis Ngannou is, 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 has a 100% finish rate. Yeah. He's knocked out everybody that he's Yeah, beat. he got some power. And then you got the most technical striker in UFC history with Cyril Gaon undefeated. It just, I mean, Vince McMahon couldn't write a better script than this one. That's Bad crazy. blood that they have going on with each other. Contract negotiations, you know, all this crazy shit. It's just, it doesn't get any better than Everyone's this. Everyone's begging for money. Huh? Everyone's begging for money. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> That's funny. How do we get Mike in the UFC, yeah? Mike's just, Mike? he's, he's, he's listening to this heavyweight talk. I don't, I don't, like, I, listen, I love Mike. I don't want Mike to fight Mike, anymore, Mike, you want to step in for a minute? I don't want Mike to fight anymore. Last time Mike was here, it didn't end well. <laughs> I got too high with your shit, dude. <laughs> I know. And I did it again. You made me smoke say, again. I wanted to say that, too. What do you think about the heavyweight championship? It's going to be yeah. The whole world's going to be watching this. I had just saw, um, I never knew about the guy, um, Cyril. Yeah. I, and then I saw him fight Derek. Yep. And man, did he do a, he, he just, man, broke him down. He's a bad boy. He was, I said, wow. You know what I mean? He's actually smart. He's jabs, had a hell of a jab. And I was thinking the same thing. 
How much does he weigh? He's got to be like 265. Yeah. Who, Cyril? Yeah. Wow, that's good, man. What do you think? Hey, somebody tell me what Cyril Gon weighs. Maybe he's 240. Yeah. No, I mean, like, look it up and, like, really tell me what he weighs. The whole room could guess. <laughs> 247. 247? And so he, John's bringing it he's over like already. 20 pounds underweight. Because last oh, time Lord. when he was like 264 or something, that effect, right? Yeah, well, that, you know, Francis is no? 265. He'll come in. That dude's a monster. Man, it's fast too. Yep. Powerful. Okay. I heard they sparred before. Yeah, yeah, they, they used to train together. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the the bad blood story of this thing. They, they both come go. from the same camp, and uh, Francis and Ganyu left that camp, and uh, now there's all this bad blood. The bad blood over uh, that. Yeah. Okay. Bob's I'll got some there. Tyson 2.0 in his hand. I, I said, "Fuck oh, it, Mike's oh, here, round two. <laughs> Thank you very much. Last time our talk was crazy. I don't mean to cut you guys off, but last you got me so high, I got in a lot of trouble when I went home. <laughs> Mike, how's Tyson 2.0 been doing since uh, we last caught up? It's been doing very well. It's in 18 states, and um, we're still pushing. 18 states? Yes. We that's broke crazy. all the records. That's never happened before in the history of cannabis dis distribution. That's crazy. I didn't know you were in that many states. That's I'm just happy I'm in one state. Yeah. <laughs> everything matters. Are you guys in Canada yet or no? I have no idea. Adam will. Not yet. No. Not yet? No, Coming? No, no. Canada will go crazy for that. Were you supposed to fight Jake Paul? I read something. You know something that's interesting? No, it was Logan. Or Logan? I think it's Jake, right? The youngest one, right? Yeah. Every, um, they say it's 10, but it's like every 12 or 13 months, boom, something's missing. Like something's missing. Like every 12, boom, I'm, I'm losing muscle mass. Boom, it's something, it's always something different. And I don't know. I'm just guys want to fight me for a hundred million bucks. I don't think I'll ever do stuff like that anymore. I wanted to do it the first time just for fun, just to have fun. And then some people took it into another level and made it financial. And then the fun went out of it. I love you. I don't want to see you fight anymore, man. I know you get mad at me when I say that, but I do. I don't want to see you fighting anymore. I know. Man. I don't think I will either. But you never know again. Let everybody buy Tyson 2.0, man, and fuck the fighting shit. No, that's the shit that makes you want to fight Tyson 2.0. Exactly. How far did that get? Did they, like, really try to make that happen by offering you, like, a deal or something? It was all word of mouth and stuff. It's, I don't know. For... The problem is anybody offering you $100 million to fight, you're you're the draw. I wouldn't, you're, yeah, you're, I'm, the, you're the draw. I'm not even interested yeah. in doing this stuff. I'm just fun at the first if it was back uh, when it first started, yes, and we were both fighting in the same car, we were both active. Yeah, I would do it, but it just turned into a. Uh, it just turned. It turned into bad. It did, didn't turn out right. Did you get paid all the money you were supposed to get paid from your first fight? Did most you ever get that it, money? Most, most of it, it, but still, is a bunch that's held up. And I, well, I can't even say anything about this. But yeah, it was really tricky. Yeah. Yeah, Dana. How, that's no. what they should call it: tricky instead of triller. Yeah, it was really How does tricky. that work, Dana? Because I see a lot of people, like, people always bring up the fighter shit, fighter pay with the UFC, but what's, like, isn't Logan complaining right now that he didn't get his checks from Floyd? Is that, like, a boxing issue versus yeah, you, you don't a ever boxing hear, you, thing? You don't ever hear that coming out. To this you, day? You, know, you hear a guy right going, now, oh, I, I, I want to make $30 million. I didn't get paid enough. You don't ever hear guys going, yeah, they didn't pay me yet, ever. Um, the, is that, the like, a boxing is, issue? Well, well, here's what happens. When you, when you go in and you do these fights— and, and you make them, and, and Hunter, correct me if I'm wrong. You do these, you do these fights that are exhibitions or whatever. The the commission isn't overseeing it. So let's say I, I did a fight with Mike. I got Mike fighting, you know, Francis or something. The 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 athletic commission gets the money up front, so they pay the fighters. They don't have to wait for that. Was the big problem in the past is that these boxing promoters would come in and they wouldn't make as much money as they thought they were going to do, so they would stiff the fighters and not pay the guys. And that, that's why these regulations are in place in, 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 in these different states. And that's why, you, you, you know, I don't want to shit on any of the other states, but you want to fight in, like, Nevada or California, these guys that have the a strong best ever, yeah. The best ever, yeah. Really? So it makes a different, like, this, the, the boards, like, control, like, the payout? 100%. Really? Okay. 100%. Mike, who's your favorite UFC fighter in the UFC? Wow. Too many. It wouldn't be too modern either. It'd be um, some guys during the um, the middle passage of it. You know, when it first started, some of them, yeah, yeah. Some of them guys was incredible. 
Now the guys, everybody, like, I always loved Hoist Gracie. He was everybody's fan because he was the David beating all the Goliaths. But now everybody knows that style now. You know, so now it, um, it elevated to a new level. And now all these guys coming out, it's just, um, from a financial perspective, it's just, um, it's blowing up. And I don't know, because like I said before, it's the most entertaining. Fights just started doing what UFC started doing from the beginning, entertaining. When there's no... When there's no fight, there's a party going on, there's music going on, and that's what boxing took away, took from UFC. And now guys from, um, like the Paul Brothers, now they're getting involved with this. And it's fantasy, but it's real. And that's what makes it so um, um, financially successful. Seeing this guy, blonde hair, blue eye, beautiful, handsome baby face, successful in a brutality, monstrous sport. That sells. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I forgot so, what I was so, going to say. So Mike's we, just so fun to watch speak. It's just mesmerizing. Right? Yeah. I'm just a little reserved today because uh, I don't even... You stoned? Know. Yeah, now I'm high, obviously. You know. Hey, is it okay for me to leave that much lips all chap and yeah, shit? Yeah, do you think? <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> thanks, Mike. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks for Mike. stopping in. Yeah, thanks, Mike. We appreciate Later, it. That was just a random pop-in. That was pretty sick. <laughs> Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you're inspired to start a new business venture this year, you guys gotta try Shopify. Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify is the global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. So whether you're offering custom stickers from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling sunglasses on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. By now it's clear, you boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to sell full send and happy that gear hosted on our website. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you wanna grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. They're truly a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today. So Dana, back to, uh, back to, uh, real quick, the Jake Paul thing Are you, uh, I mean, it keeps going back and forth, but you made it, you made a video against him, right? Didn't you make a that call out to yeah, him? Yeah, well, it, it, it was you know he keeps talking about me with, uh, with 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 the cocaine thing. I said let's uh, let's do drug tests. You can drug test me for the next ten years for cocaine, and mm-hmm. for the next two years I can drug test you for performance enhancing drugs. And he never he never really responded. He said, "How about you test all your fighters?" Right. The warlock should have told him, right. "We test all our fighters." We do test all our fighters. So in um, boxing, they don't have to get tested. That's not the same things. If what? Like no. in, in his so, fights, they don't have to get tested at all. Our guys are tested by USADA. And boxing's not like the hardest. No, the t- the toughest drug testing policy in all of sports we have. And you know, he started saying, uh, "Oh, I've been over here. Look at me. I'm fat." And I'm, I don't care how long it was ago uh, that you fought. USADA drug test you, and you took drugs. They're gonna catch you. Um, what would but, he have uh, to do to like earn your respect? Oh, it's not that he doesn't have my respect. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't even know the kid at the end of the day. I, I don't even know the kid. And you know what? To be honest with you, I'll tell you right here, right now, this is the last time you'll hear me talk about him. I'm, I'm done That's with it. That's it. I put out the challenge. He said, you know, you do coke. You know, I said, I think you use performance enhancer drugs to do it. He never responded to it. So fire away, kid. Do your thing. I'm, you know, Listen, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm arguing with this kid. That doesn't fight for me, and it's never going to fight for me. So right. what's what's the point in even he and I going back and forth with each other? What if doesn't he was to come matter. into the UFC? What if he what? What if he came into MMA? Would you let him? Would I let him? Well, he can do whatever he wants to do. Like, what I if mean. he's like, I want to fight in the UFC? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that would ever happen. But 
Listen, I never say never anymore. You know, that'd be pretty. I didn't think crazy. Floyd didn't and Connor would end up, or I would do end up doing any of my guys versus Floyd, because that just makes absolutely no sense. But it happened. So I know. I wonder if he had the balls. If Jake like really said, "I'm gonna come into the UFC," that like fucking. I've seen. People. I've seen something. Like, that no Jake... one's done that. No one's. I mean, who did it back Lesner. in the day? Lesnar did came it. From, Who came into boxing? He would be the biggest fuck guy. Uh, uh, he fought uh, James Tony. James Tony. Yeah. He did it, but yeah. no one's had the balls to come into the UFC. That'd be fucking. That'd be crazy. He said he's gonna train with like Khabib or something like that. I heard. Like I seen. To eat, is he, is Jake he, Paul was like, "I'm reaching out to Khabib or something like that." That's what I seen. Nice. But I mean, I don't know if he'll do it. But that would be crazy if he was in the UFC, though. It'd be entertaining. Yeah, I mean, just crazy. to see him get his ass whooped because I know you like. I want to see him get knocked out. You're, you know, you're <laughs> I, seen, heard, so. I heard you want that. Yeah, yeah so I, I would like to. Not because not I hate him. That'd but be like, crazy. Jake be, Paul in the ring, Dana watching from the TVs, yeah. us in the stands right there. That'd be fucking. I, I don't hate him either. I don't even know him. I don't hate him, but I mean, what, a lot of people would like to see him like lose. You're not you know wrong. what I mean? I, I'm one of them. You're not, so. he, and, he, and he plays to that. He knows that. He, yeah, he yeah, his for whole, sure. His whole uh, shtick. That's ran its course. The Paul Dana thing is done. There's no, no what? I said, you're a little, th- it's ran its course, you say, so you're not going to respond to it ever again. I'm done. Done. That's Perfect. It. I love it. NFTs, by the way, big day for you guys. Pretty crazy, Pretty yeah. fucking crazy. Do you yeah. know anything about these NFTs? Listen, I, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're in that space, too. Um, you know, we're getting all our, our shit together to, to launch ours. And, you know, I was, I was watching, I had uh, Ari's son, Leo, hit me up today saying, I, I can't get into this whitelist. Can you help me get into this whitelist? Like, kid, kids are freaking out. And, uh, it, you know, I, I saw that you guys killed it, man. But when, when don't you kill it? Everything you do kills it. You guys are killing it in everything that you do. It's impressive what you guys have pulled off and what you've done. I think the NFT shit's so cool because to me it's like it's like a modern day or like a decentralized way to for people to, like, invest in us. So, like, we'll, the way I understand it, and I don't think many people are doing this, but it's kind of like... We, our fans give us money, right? So we just sold a bunch. So we have the money. And then in exchange, we give them a meta card. And then, so they have something, right? That they can verify as theirs. And now we have all this money. And our job is to build shit. So we're going to launch like physical locations. Like we're going to launch full send lounges. We're going to start here and then maybe do one in Vegas, Miami, New York. So we're going to launch like physical shit that's only available for our holders. And then that's just like one of the many things we're going to do. But that'll drive up the price of their MetaCard, you know? So it's like they're giving us money, we get the money, we do as much shit possible to drive up the price of their MetaCard. So it's kind of like they're investing and getting a return, you know? And you're taking that money and fueling it into all these different things you're building, right? Yeah, yeah, a ton of money. Like now we have like a real budget off the money that we made to hire like a full team just to focus on the utilities for MetaCard holders, which is pretty cool, I think, right? Wow. Very cool. So you guys got yeah, a long road ahead of you then. It's, it's like a long journey. So I think in the NFT space, a lot of people are just in it. They're like day traders on stocks. So they're just like, sell this, buy this, sell this, like buy it for an hour, sell it for the next. So we kind of really did something different with it, which is like, it's a long-term thing, you know? Yep. It's pretty crazy what we could build over the next five years if, if it's done properly, you know? But we've already been thinking on this playing field yep. of we could have full send locations. We could have full send festivals like... Coachella or Rolling Loud, right? So now that we have holders, it's just all kind of merging together. It's pretty cool. I think the UFC shit will be. What was that? What was that helicopter? Real quick, what was that helicopter hollerhead thing that I saw? The things that were dropping the sky. Yeah, I seen that the other day too. What was that? Station Casinos created that on their on their. What uh, did you guys? Did you guys ask them to do that or did they? Yeah, Tall. Shout out Tall. He made that. They do that stuff all the time for us. Yeah, they they're big supporters of Happy Dad and Hollerhead. Is Hollerhead doing well? Yeah, well, it ain't. So, how many states Hollerhead in now? We're in every state except one, and I can't remember what the one state is that we're not in, but it's something like uh, you know West Virginia or something, right? I mean, I I can't remember what it is, but yeah. How did how did like the whole inception of like Hollerhead come about? The Rock. I I was at dinner with The Rock one night, and uh, and 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 I always wanted to get into a liquor. You know, I didn't think I would be in it like I am Hollerhead, but. You know, just a piece, and, 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 you know, I would promote promote it and do whatever. And we were talking about it that night, and uh, he's like, you know what? You're in. Let's let's do it. And then he called me back two days later and said, shit, man, I'm, I'm sorry. There's no more. There's no more to give. I, I didn't realize that night. And I said, it's all good. Then his agent called me back like two days later and goes, you're not going to believe this. You know, there's a guy that wants to do a, 
a, a liquor deal and he's looking for somebody and I and I told him uh, he should talk to you. We hit it off and he sent me over like I don't know sixty bottles of liquor to try, and uh, I I went through them. I had a, had a bartender at my house. We were just making drinks and and, and mixing it up and and Howlerhead was the one I went with. What's your like favorite thing about the, like the alcohol business? Ah, God, listen, I've always wanted to be in it. I'm, Besides, I'm, I'm, it's the fact that it's fucking cool. Exactly, I'm super passionate yeah. about it. You know, and uh, I like to drink. Yeah, I like to drink, and um, and uh, I, I love getting out there and meeting with the distributors. I love hearing what what the fans think of it, and uh, you know, getting the feedback on it. And there's nothing cooler than when you walk into a bar somewhere and your bottle of liquor is sitting up on the uh, on the back of the bar. Pretty cool shit. 100%. I saw you talk, uh, I saw that interview, I don't know which one you were on, it was on like a podcast, those older guys, where you told that mob story. Mm-hmm. What, I was wondering if you could tell us that, like what what went down with that? This was back in the day when you used to live in Boston, right? Yeah. yeah you had and, to escape Boston? It, yeah, it was in the, in the late 80s, early 90s, and uh, you know, I lived in South Boston, you know, the, the uh, there's a bunch of movies and documentaries that were yeah. made about Whitey Bulger and his crew there, and uh is that your territory, Bob, or what? Boston, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and, and it, everybody says it was Whitey Bulger. It wasn't. It was one of his guys. And, uh, you know, they basically rolled into one of my one of my gyms one day and basically said I owed them 2500 bucks For what? For being there. Just, <laughs> for working oh, there. For doing what just I was doing. Just like rent. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, to me, that was like twenty five grand back then. I didn't have 2500 bucks. So, uh you know, I tried to avoid him for a while and you can only avoid that shit for so long. And one day I was at my house and I got a call and the guy says, you got till tomorrow. It was a Saturday. And the guy's like, you got till tomorrow at one to pay us. And I said, or what? Are you going to find out what? So I literally hung up the phone, picked it back up and called Delta. <laughs> got a fucking one way ticket to Vegas. Damn. And that was a wrap. So is that like mob like kind of done in Boston now? Um, or are they still kind of around? You know that gang is, you know. Have like they were like. But these weren't like uh, this was. They still like, coming for the twenty five hundred. This wasn't like some. Are fucking, you gonna pay him to the twenty five hundred? Yeah, <laughs> th- th- you gotta understand. I mean, if you've seen any of the movies, these aren't some fucking punks. No. Yeah. Calling you up for twenty five hundred. These are real guys, like real guys. Like, That's frightening. Yeah, yeah, they they fucking killed people, man. They have they ever tried to like get in contact with you when you like no, no, got no. big? No, never. I mean, not long after I left is when they started digging up all the bodies down at the beach and, you know, the whole thing started to unravel when, when Whitey went on the run. Damn, that's crazy. And the craziest thing about that whole thing back then is is that they had like this code of silence thing in South Eden, which meant if if you and I had a fucking problem, right? Even if I shot you, say I fucking shot you, you don't go to the police. Right. Me and you work it out or or we don't. You know, and it, 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 it was a really, it was like living in another fucking planet when 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 I lived there, and uh, you end up finding out that Whitey was in with the police. You know, the FBI was informing him of people that would call and, you know, try to rat him out or whatever. He was caught out here, right? Whitey Bell was caught in Santa Monica, I think. They, yeah, I think he was caught in Santa yeah. Monica. They got him out here in the apartment buildings. I forget the exact story how it happened, but. What's good with uh we we were gonna go because we did the podcast with Usman and then Ali invited us to Khabib's shit. Khabib's yeah, we event. got invited. What's yeah, what's up with that? Oh, you know, where is it? Miami. Miami. It's in Miami. Yeah, on the twenty uh, eighth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is he starting like a league or is it like a one off event? Yeah. No, I think he's he's, he's starting, starting a league. league. Yeah. 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 Wow. Like to compete against you? You know, I, I'm sure. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. Damn. Um, it's called Eagle Eagle FC. You go FC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's. The name. And uh, but there, there's tons of these events that go on every weekend, right? That you guys probably don't even realize that happen every weekend all over the world. So, but yeah, he's got some real money behind him, and yeah. and uh, you know, I, I I keep telling him you're gonna learn what it's like to be in, uh, on this side of the fucking fence. Did he come to you when he when he decided to do that? You know, that he's he's the most respectful fucking kid in the world, man. Yeah. He's a, he's a great dude. Um, always been straight up with us, and you know, all good with him. I think we're gonna get him on the podcast, right, Slim? Yeah, awesome. That'd be yeah. sick. Yeah, Khabib's a dope guy. Yeah. So he won't it's be. Crazy. He's. He's. So is he gonna fight in this league, or is he gonna just? No, no. no he's no, basically he's like Dana of the league. 
Okay, He's cool. retired. Dana of his league. Yeah. So you came here in Steve's van that he got you? Yeah, no, yeah, they're, they're, they're driving it out here right oh, now. Oh, really? My guy, Eric. You know Eric. Yeah, Eric's yeah, driving yeah. it out here right really? now. Really? Yeah. Do people go crazy when they see you driving by? Yeah, that? people are hanging out their windows and oh yeah, yeah. Really? that that fucking thing gets a lot of attention, man. How crazy are their fans? Yeah, Steve's fans. It's, it's awesome. It's not. You're the most loyal fan base of all time. You were awesome. really caught off guard. But too, now I feel I like Dana and us have like integrated. So like Dana's like an honorary no it, It's right? uh, like, dude, 100. percent Every it's fucking rough. where I go, <laughs> people roll up to me asking if the no boys are coming. <laughs> Everywhere I go, it's true. <laughs> really. I mean, we did this badass motorcycle ride uh, last summer. We started in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, rode all the way through Wyoming, up through Montana. We're in this tiny little fucking town. I, I want to say it was called Cody. I, I can't remember, but I think it was Cody. And I, we come to this hotel, and all these fucking kids are standing out front of the place, right? And, you know, I don't know. They're, they're there for me. So so I get off the bike and they're all like, hey, I'm like, oh shit, what's up? And they're like, oh, the Nelk Boys coming? I'm like, the Nelk Boys are coming. No. That's my life is the same way. Everywhere I go, it's always like, is Kyle and Steve here? It's like I really fucking want to just off myself. It's I don't know how you guys do it. You don't like it? No, <laughs> not at all. I don't like it. I at think all. you secretly love it. No, I secretly don't love it. No, no, I like to stay low key, chilling, Facetime Dana occasionally at three in the morning and just live my life. You know. By the way, the Facetime. What did you watch the Antonio Brown interview? Yes, I did. I have the you have the Brady shirt on. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like this he was, was for you, motherfucker? I know. Well, time uh, on. By the way, once again, probably the biggest Tom Brady you fan. You hate Brady. I, Brady I, doesn't. I, like I, why you hate that's Brady? That's fine. I don't, I don't think Brady knows. I don't know what your problem is with Brady. Tom Brady <laughs> is my favorite quarterback. My one with my family. The way Tom Brady brought that city of Boston together for all the time I lived there. You know, I fucking love Tom Brady. That's why the media spun so that shit. I. Antonio Brown didn't bash him that hard. Do you think he did in that right. interview? Do you think yeah, Antonio yeah, yeah. bashed? No, him? I, I agree. I agree. If you actually watch right. the fucking when, when you called me after and explained it to me, I got it. What was he trying to say? Like I didn't really understand him. I mean, he was he basically said. just saying like they just took that one little clip. It. Yeah, yeah, I know that. And then like you just, I realized for the first time ever how crazy the media can spin. Things. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Disgusting. insane because if you go and watch that interview from start to finish. It is a whole different story than what ESPN and all these different outlets. Yeah, I love AB. When I love ESPN, but I'm saying everyone's so. just looking for clicks. Yeah. yeah, even with this NFT shit now too. Even if it's just a tweet, people are just looking for likes. Yeah, How can I just get the most likes? You guys are getting hit a little bit in the twi uh, Twitter right now, a little bit too. A little bit, but I think that's just because we're shaking up the space. I agree. I think we're coming in and we're doing something different, mm -hmm. and people don't quite understand it. But I don't really care. And also too, I know what we're doing. Also too, how many people do you have in the Discord? 320,000. So you had 320,000, right? Probably all vying for a 10,000 person spot, right? Yeah, there's 10,000 10, people spots. are going to get them, right? So the rest are just going to automatically fucking lose their shit. But obviously, you guys have future projects that you're building. And so. Yeah, if it's shit in a year, then they can talk to us, you know, or even three months. And I don't talk think you guys then, will let it be shit in a year. No, you guys, hell if no. this fails, of course not. it kills the brand. You know what I mean? Absolutely kills the brand. So, like, why the fuck? You guys aren't interested in $25 million. I know you guys want to grow this thing to fucking a half billion yeah. dollar company. I think our holders are going to be extremely happy. The people that aren't holding are going to be the ones bitching and Yeah, my alarm didn't yelling. go off, by the way. But we have a chat on Discord that. It's my alarm didn't go off. You didn't, yeah, you didn't show up. I like, didn't find, no, I showed up late. Just because I had, but my alarm didn't so go Bob off. Came, he, he never I didn't get a fucking meta right? card. Like I didn't he, get a fucking meta card. He stays in LA. <laughs> so I always tell him, come down to OC, like, chill, you could stay at my house and shit. He never comes down. Yesterday, when he saw all the buzz about the NFTs and how many numbers we were getting in the chat, he came down to try to get his cut. <laughs> he drove down. He said, hey, I'm coming down today. I came down like the fucking mob. I came down. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not fucking trying to take All right, credit. this is not I'm turning into the Mary Rose report. story like, here. This is I not a Mary Rose podcast, session. you guys would have never sold this many Metacards. Hey, you know my bits. Yeah. You keep it down. You know my bits. I am the Godfather. <laughs> yes, fucking, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> So listen, back to, back to Jake Paul. Let's go back to Jake Paul for a minute. How about that? Let's go deep dive into Jake Paul and all that. I, I feel like talking about that a little more. You know? <laughs> so, uh, but were you, but Brady, did Brady reach out to you at all about our interview? No, no, no. no. Okay, good. No, no. We're just not relevant enough for Brady to even care. No, I mean, I he, must have, he must have seen it a little bit. Boy. You got it. I, I, I was too. Listen, right after AB said that, I said Tom Brady, Brady's the greatest ever. I'm a fucking yeah. diehard Brady fan. And so, like, yeah, I didn't know if, like, Antonio Brown, can he still come to the fight? Huh? Can Antonio Brady said, if I ever see that punk Bob Minner on the fucking streets, let me tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I made it. I made it. He, he thinks you're serious, too. <laughs> nah. I want to see it. Maybe we talk some business shit. I was wondering, like, what do you think is, like, us and everyone in this office? Like, what's your best piece of, like, business advice that you've learned 
through like growing the UFC and all the ups and downs you've been. Like I remember that uh, I saw you talk about once you were uh, when you guys were like in a hole. How how much in debt were you guys? Yeah, uh, forty four million. Forty four million. Yeah. So so like you guys had money and you're spending it to like exactly talk us through that. L- Lorenzo called me one day and said, "The fuck, tsunami warning." Hopefully it's not that fucking tsunami warning. Was <laughs> a tsunami? I'm not Missing, with endangered, you. and dead, elderly. What? Shit. Missing, yeah, endangered, elderly. Endangered, elderly. All right. Well, I thought that was my phone at first. I was like, oh fuck, my phone. No, but that was. Did you hear about that volcano, Dana? Did you hear about the volcano that blew up in Hawaii or whatever? Crazy, right? Yeah, we everybody got the tsunami warnings. Crazy, I know. So. But it, but it would have happened by now, wouldn't it? That was like two days ago. I hope so. I hope so. I think so too. I'm staying right on the beach. It, it, it actually doesn't make sense that it hasn't that there hasn't been a tsunami from that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think it was big enough. Big but, enough. It shot shit like 15 yeah, miles. I know, the air. but also I think our shit. We're, I don't. I'm like, I don't know. I'm high. <laughs> well, you're earthquakes saying? that cause tsunamis. For <laughs> you look sake. at the surveillance video, but it's like a fucking earth exploded <laughs> 15, 15 feet up into the air, or 50 feet, or something. I can't remember what the yeah. number was, but yeah. Anyway, 44 mil. 44 mil. Yeah, and uh, Lorenzo calls me one night and says, "I I I can't keep funding this fucking thing, man. Me and." Me and my brother are blowing all our fucking money and get out there and see what you can sell this thing for. And I was like, fuck. So I started calling, making some calls. By the end of the night, I said, probably get six, maybe seven million. Um, and they were like completely out at that point. Like they're like, we got to sell it. That's well, that was where his head was. Yeah. That, that, you know, probably had a shitty day at work. Stock probably took a hit that day. Who, who knows what went on in his world that day to make him make that call or he probably had to send another funding check over. And uh, he's like, I'll call you tomorrow. So all night I'm thinking, oh, man, this is a fucking wrap. This is the end of this. So the next morning he calls me at like 730 and goes, fuck it. Let's keep going. How much more did he need to put in? Well, then what happened was not long after that was when we, you know, came up with the, uh, the concept for the Ultimate Fighter. And, uh, you know... None of the networks wanted it. None of the networks were willing to pay. So you for guys it. were like blacklisted at the beginning, right? Oh, like yeah. UFC. Yeah, and 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 you you got to realize a lot of these television guys. I mean, same shit with, as us. Yeah. With the growth of, of of all these alternative platforms now, I mean it's it's a whole mm. different world now than it was back then. Um, you, you know, you're you're talking. This is 2001 between 2001 and 2005. I remember, like, I remember watching. Cause I used to watch a lot back then, and I remember uh, like bat. You guys were battling to like get into states, mm-hmm. right? Like you were like, convi- you were like speaking and saying like the states won't let us in. Like, well, think about this. Explaining the safety of MMA versus boxing. That's we, crazy. We were trying to get back on pay per view, right? So as a grown adult, you couldn't make the, the 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 you could you didn't have the option to pay and watch this. Porn was on pay per view. UFC was not allowed. That's how fucking bad it was. You know what I mean? So the, 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 nobody wanted the Ultimate Fighter. The Fertitta brothers said, what if we pay for it and give it to you and let you air it? They liked that idea. That's, we, did, we did the deal at Spike. And uh, that was the last $10 million investment the brothers were putting in. Really? If so the where Ultimate did the- Fighter flopped, that was the end of it. Oh, right. And then where did the money start to come from after that? So then what happened was the Ultimate Fighter was a fucking Huge hit. smash What hit. was the first? Oh, it was Forrest Griffin was a contestant? Yeah. Forrest Griffin versus Stefan Bonner right. was the main event on, on the finale. Right. Which ended up being a fucking ridiculous One of the biggest fight. fights, right? Yeah, it was, it was a knockdown. And who were the coaches? Huh? Who were the coaches? you remember? The coaches were uh, Randy Couture and Chuck Liddell. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, so you had 13 episodes of that. By by episode three, we were pulling 2.3 million viewers on cable at that time was fucking huge. That was a huge number. And uh, so then we did the uh, the coaches fought on pay-per-view, and it was massive. <laughs> and then from there, just took off. That's crazy. So at you, you'd credit After like- After 2005, every year, we bigger beat and bigger the and previous bigger. year. And six, we beat five. And seven, we beat six. And uh, and 20, we beat 19. And 21, we beat 20. I mean, it's been like that since The Ultimate Fighter. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what do you think, what's your advice to someone when it's like the money's like tough like that if you want to achieve something? Yeah, what's like I, the mindset I, you need to have? You don't quit, man. You, you have to, right. once, you, once you make, set your mind up and you, and, and you say, this is what I'm doing. I believe in this thing and I think this thing's going to work. You just keep grinding because you don't know. I mean, there, there's people, and I mean, you guys probably know some of these people too, hanging out in LA and shit. But, you know, there's people that have been working on movies for 10, 15 years before the movie gets made, you know? It's just nothing happens overnight and nothing is easy. Look how hard you work. Mm-hmm. No, you, it's you the kids same work shit, hard, yeah. man. You guys yeah. are all over the place. You, you, you're, you're all over everything. And, and everybody thinks that it's easy. Oh, let's, let's get a fucking a YouTube channel and let's do this and that. You have to grind and work 100%. your ass. You guys are in different cities every day almost, and you know? Because now we have podcasts. Yeah. Before it was just milk videos, right? So right. it was our main channel, shoot pranks, whatever. But now we got that, we got podcast, and we got Happy Dad. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna Are you gonna be able to keep up with this rate? With the as yeah. far as like, are you guys gonna continue to do the same amount of prank videos every? Well, on milk now we're doing like seasons, so we're gonna hype up like six episodes. Okay. We just did that, um, and then we got like two videos left. And then we'll take a little bit of a break, give the editors like some chill time, all chill, not mm-hmm. chill, but you know. Just kind of reset creatively, and then boom, another six videos. We did one. We did the meet the parents one the other day. That was yeah, really we're still good. filming Nelk. We did yeah. the, the one where uh, we pretend to be a girlfriend's boyfriend to the parents. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that. we prank people's parents, like we pretend to be their boyfriend and show up at their house for dinner. I pranked a Jewish family. That's was, awesome. That's yeah. actually a good one. How about when they fucking shit in the pool? When Salim's walking down and just faking taking shits in the pool. That's probably your are, favorite one. Eh? Are, oh yeah, I love that one. You know what? I never got to see the video where. I, I didn't watch this one where the guy was splashing the camera. Oh, yeah, and it yeah. looked like you guys were going to get you guys getting a beef with that dude. Yeah, that was our filmer, Adrian. I guess he was filming, and the guy was just splashing his camera. I was actually, I laughed at that part. What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you guys? When you, like, has anybody ever really like, fought you guys? Uh, I got punched once or twice. I got kicked in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but imagine, like, like, seeing the person you, like, made hella mad, like, in person, like, another time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. imagine if you've seen him at, like, Walmart or whatever. That shit scares me. I'm scared of that. Because, well, like, what they, can you do? What like, do these guys do when they figure out their pranks? Some I mean, people love of, it. Some people just Some people love it. it. Some right? people don't like yeah, it. But, like, when they're it. really, really pissed, it's, man, it's hard to tell them there's a camera. Because then up. you're going to piss them off a little more by right. telling them that you're filming them. So that's the hard part. But do you got to get these guys to sign releases? Um, I mean, we tell them like if they're pissed, I mean, if they're pissed, like we just tell them like, oh, we're filming. If they tell them, if they tell us, yo, I don't want to be on camera. We tell them like, it's a little different now, but back in the day, we'd kind of just be like, if they got pissed, then we'd blur their face. Mm -hmm. But if they didn't, we wouldn't. And then if they complain, YouTube has a tool where you can just like blur their face when when the video's up before you had to take it down. But yeah, people have sued us. I mean, one, one still going on with that one guy. One story: the first time I I went to jail in Canada was because we did a harmless prank. We had like twenty five pizza box uh, boxes, me and Jesse, and uh, we were just delivering them to people's houses and saying like, "Did you order pizza?" Like it was the most, you know. And they're like, "No, I didn't order fifty boxes of pizza." It was the most harmless prank ever. No one got mad, but this one lady, she got just so pissed at it when she saw it, like, and she was so pissed. And she gave us this crazy reaction. She ran out onto the street and like screamed at us. And she called me George Hennon because I had a I had an ID for, or I had a business card from a barber that said George Hennon. So yeah. she called me George Hennon, and I was like, "Who's George Hennon?" It became a meme. And when the video was posted, we had blurred her license plate, her address. We blurred everything. Like we made sure, but somehow people found out where she lived. Even though we blurred everything, well, they probably we knew the neighborhood. Probably... I guess I think it was like a neighbor from across the street that leaked it or some shit because kids were watching outside. What did they do? So people started prank calling her. Oh god! And saying George Hennon, George Hennon, George Hennon. Wait, just called like, her. They knew where she actually physically lived. They did, but they they Googled her address. But it was blurred. It was hundred percent blurred. We double checked even on the video. We're like, how did they know? Yeah. So they were prank calling her, saying, "Who's George Hennon?" Blah <laughs> blah blah. 
So she goes to the police station, oh, and we get charged with criminal harassment. Even when you blur it, they get. And she was like a rich pissed. doctor in a rich neighborhood, so rich. like she had some pull with the police a little bit, and they oh, went yeah. hard on us. So they charged us with criminal harassment and mischief over five thousand dollars. What was the penalty? I had to do 150 community service hours. Did you really? Love to find out what those were. At a food, yeah. at a food bank. <laughs> what were those? Oh, yeah. Really? Tell us. Tell yeah, us I just, more. I fucking, we had to like, we had to, people would come in and they would like, we'd like help them shop around the food bank. Like you push their cart around and shit. And like, yeah. you want some beans? Which is great. Which is great for you to do, but I don't know. Did you, pretty do, dope. did you actually do 150? I swear I did it. I had to do it. Because you have to go to a registered. Pl- I tried to finesse. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, of course. I, I, I tried to finesse it, but you had to get it. You had to get it approved by uh by the people. So I did it at the food bank. So you're over there helping people like shopping and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm like, you want some beans? You want some pasta? Like, like some people are like entitled. Guy, they like take their time. They look at the beans and like they choose like. You Wait. Know? So that's was anybody horrible. during that moment ever like? Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, aren't you Kyle from Nelk Boys? A little bit, yeah. But we weren't as big back then, right? Oh, yeah. And they probably didn't know you were doing community but, service. But all the people that worked there did it. No, they knew. Oh, okay. Yeah, I owned it. I was like, fuck it. All right, cool. How about when you guys did Antonio Brown that every one of these sports uh, shows and reporters and newspapers and that everything was wild. had, had, that was had wild. to credit you for the... Yeah. You know, must be nice. And I was it? looking through that shit, and if they weren't credited right, mm. I was getting I know. fucking Dana's pissed off. I was looking out for us, blowing him up, man. Don't let those motherfuckers get away with that. Make them put fucking full send podcast right on the bottom. And did you guys get all over those guys? A little bit. I mean, they tagged us, but that's about it. We kind of reached out to them, but it is what it is. It was dope seeing know. it now though. Yeah, Dana, these guys were uh, all over mainstream media. I know. I saw it. Oh, well, you saw, you here, saw here we go. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Hey, how'd you guys get that on? How'd you get the interview? How'd that work out? Well, some articles some articles just said uh, I'm using this for a long Antonio time. Antonio Brown sits down with Bob Mennery. I think Bob slid in a few of those too. Remember people. the time Bob bought us dinner in New York? Yeah. <laughs> catch. Absolutely. Remember that time? Remember that, but um yeah. well, because the UFC relationship, the introduction thing was running its course, so I had to panic quickly. So I said, hey, boys, you ever heard of mainstream media? Remember when Bob Boom, had the idea to go. start the Nelk Boys? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And that's, that just happened, too. So I got a little bit of leverage, Dana, Yeah, with some different ventures. Hopefully. Is AB hitting you up a lot? I mean, I went to the studio with AB. Uh, that's where I broke the no drinking streak. I had a 14-day bet, and I was seven days in. <laughs> and uh, I was at the studio, and I, you know, I just bought a 1942 bottle for AB, kind of just thanking him, gave him the bottle. And uh He's basically like, yeah, let's drink. And I was like, ah, man, I can't. I have, a, I have a bet. And he's like, you fucking drinking. I did you a favor. I'm like, all right, here we go. Lost <laughs> the bet. Boom. Threw back some 1942s. Jammed out to rap music. Uh, it was just, that was it. God. Summer was there too. Did you meet Kanye or no? No, I was trying to I was trying to get Kanye on this full podcast show here. I'm trying to work my angles. And, you know, let me see what I can do. Guy's got one of the big biggest podcasts in the country. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't, he doesn't just jump in and do it. Yeah. What's good with the Joe Rogan shit trying to shut down his podcast? Yeah, crazy, right? What's trying up to do with that? that well, I, I know they had come out and said there was like uh, 200, 250 doctors and whatever. I guess when they started researching these people, they weren't really doctors. They're not? Apparently not, no. I feel like he just has too much support behind him. Yeah, oh, fuck. That's, like, he's the all, one guy where it's like if they come for him, there's like an army. You're not canceling Rogan. And, and the thing is with Rogan, He's a brilliant guy. He does his homework and he knows what he's talking about. And guess what? This is fucking America. And you can have your own opinions about these things and you can voice them. It's what, that's what this fucking country was built on. And all these little whiny fucking pussies that don't like it. Too fucking bad, man. Too bad. <laughs> cares? Do you so think, spo- you think Spotify? You are about it. Do you think Spotify will crack? No. You They're know, not an American. You know, company. it's interesting too, though, because I like we were talking. It's all about fucking money. If it was YouTube they'd be getting pressure from their advertisers, but Spotify's all subscription model. So Rogan's making them money. So it's and, it's and it's people like, who want They don't have Spotify. to rely on people, right? Right. Yeah. Now that you're involved in the project, what what what's your what's your plans for it? What's your plans My to provide value for it? My plans whatever you guys ask me to do to help build this thing up, I'm in. That's what do you it. think of the lounges and shit? I love the cigar lounge because kind of like, you know the, what John was talking about, the cigar lounge thing is awesome. I think that, and that what it would be, 10,000 people can only go to that thing? Yeah. So you'd have a card that would Maybe get you could bring a, a guest. How, so you'd scan to get in? Yep. And how would they know it's your thing? It would be that's like easy. A, you can, that, that technology already exists. So you go to yeah. the... That's, yeah, that's great. It's like a Soho house. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. Cool. 
Be one start. Maybe, yeah. A lounge. That's, what else? What are the other things that people are going to get with all this stuff? Well, if you're into the NFT shit too, um, we're going to be dropping a lot of projects, right? So all those projects, the collabs, we, we could be like the supreme of the metaverse, I feel. So all these collabs that we do with like our merch, it's hard to do them in real life with like vans or something shit because they're so politically correct they don't want to touch us Mm -hmm. but in the nft world the all the owners of projects are like cool people like us and they understand the brand so we can do so many collabs and those will be only available to our holders first Mm -hmm. you know so our holders have a lot of opportunity to i don't want to say make money but Mm -hmm. they're going to get access to these big projects and you know let's say anyone else wants to do a project bob that you know let's say any of our connects want to do a project Mm -hmm. Maybe those are going to be available to our holders first, right? No, oh, very cool. You have a lot of people that want to probably do projects, big players in the space, right? hundred percent. I had some big. I'm not going to say names, but I have some people that that I know that own the Meta Card. So maybe pretty... we can offer those exclusively to our holders too. Very cool idea, right? Hundred percent. I love that. It's cool. And you just is this all Spanish to you? Like all the metaverse and all this? No, no, no. We're looking to do a fight in the metaverse. What is that? Really? We've been working on it for a while. It'll be a live fight, an actual fight that takes place inside the metaverse. And Whoa! What the? What does yeah. that look like? I mean, is there actually you probably can't. Yeah, well, it'd be kids at home could you know you put on your fucking goggles and you, and <laughs> you can fucking get up and go walk around and you know we're 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 still working it out, but yeah, yeah. it'll be soon. We'll be doing a fight in the metaverse. Metaverse fi- metaverse fighters. <laughs> Yo, that's so cool. It'll be a real. Fight. You're just at home in your room, just fucking swinging <laughs> like. What do you get like ringside seats or something? Like if you have the goggles on, you, you could buy seats. Yeah. So you, but you like you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Will that Damn. take away? You think from like what? I don't know. We're gonna find out. Are you We're nervous about all this metaverse fucking things up for you in your business? No, no, no. Technology has been very good to us, man. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our stuff works very well with and all the, the new UFC technology. has such a cult following too. And it just works with everything. It works with social media. It works with streaming. It works with uh, uh, you know. I think you guys have a huge opportunity in that nft space for like an exclusive club that gets you really exclusive shit with the ufc yeah yeah huge 100 percent. that's exactly what we're doing huge 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 hey i was gonna ask you too i'm going i'm going to kansas city what's the date hunter do you know no 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 not august yeah is it feb five you want to do that fighter do you want to do it so i told yes i told that disc our discord chat today I told them too. We gotta get a a full send UFC media correspondent. Remember, I told you yep, that a yep. while ago. That can ask kind of like the Mac Life. Yeah, our version of that. We should do that. Well, too. this is the one that we talked about where you sign the fighters. We should sign a fighter. Yeah. Can you explain that? How would we do it? it? Yeah, yeah. So what we're gonna do is this is crazy. The Nelk boys cool. are gonna come down to Kansas City where this fight is happening. I when have is the it? show on YouTube like Feb fifth or sixth. Nicole, what's the date? Sixth, Feb sixth, and uh, so looking for a fight is where we go to these small events, and and these different towns all over the country. We take in what the town has to offer, then we go to the fights and we sign fighters to come into the UFC. So what Kyle and I talked about is the Nelk boys will actually pick their own fighter. They'll sign him. He'll get into the UFC and he'll be sponsored by Nelk. Oh, that'll be nuts. Yeah, right. That'll be awesome. So it'll be their guy. That's pretty sick. So, yo, you know what we should do? We should, if you guys are in the Discord chat right now, we should we should bring out maybe, let's bring like five holders with us maybe too. And I want, I want to see in the Discord chat of holders who's like a real big UFC fan and, and also like knows their shit on who we should sign. And maybe we'll bring five holders with us and we'll, we'll sign a fighter that day. Yep. So is there going to be like some good talent there? Yeah, I'm going to make sure there is. That yeah. is that would be crazy. Yep. And we'll give them a deal. Now, are you Done. still gonna have? Are you still gonna have things for the you know the ten thousand holders that have this card? Are you still gonna have things going on for the people that don't have this card? Well, yeah, and I mean we have our members too that we're gonna be doing a lot. The still the same giveaways for as well. Okay, but um, I mean in our I think it just benefits our community as a whole to sign like a fighter and you know. Yeah, I just. It, I mean, it just leads to better content. It leads to us taking over. I mean, it's fucking cool as fuck. Very cool. That's, that's like a dream come true. If we do that. So how do you go about getting like good talent at that spot? 
Well, you're going to go in. I'll give you. I'll give you the background on on the guys that are fighting and and point you in the direction of like three or four guys, and then you sit there and you watch. And 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 anytime you're you're looking for talent, obviously he's got a he's got to fight that night and he's got to impress you. But you want to see how the crowd reacts to him, how he speaks after the fight, his how he interacts with you. You know, there's a lot of different things you look at. You guys are pretty good. I mean, when you guys go yeah. to the fights, I mean. You guys have become close to Sugar Sean O'Malley. You guys have become close to Tai Tuavasa. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be somebody there that connects with you that because that's like, going to be a this a is great. And it's so cool because it's like a great opportunity for the fighter too, right? Yeah, like huge. we're going to fucking blow them up. Exactly. You know what kind of a following they're a cult following they're going to have behind them? It's incredible. I, I love rooting it. rooting for them at every fight. Yep. It's fucking cool. Where are you, Danny? Where are you to next? Where do you go next from here? I'm going to ESPN. I got I got an interview with ESPN after this in LA. And uh, Laguna. They're cool. coming to me down there. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, what other event we got coming up? March, Colby Masvidal. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. That's a fucking fun one. Um, bro, that I can't wait. I just love I love when there's beef. and the, I love the press conferences, bro. Me too. I love I'm that Colby you. Usman press conference. That was my first time live. I was just laughing the whole time. Remember? Yeah, we were just it was so early. funny. Colby's hilarious. Here? He really is. He that is guy's fun. fucking and, hilarious. And the thing is, he talks... A lot of shit, and he but backs he it, fights yeah. it exactly. He backs it up. If 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 Kamaru Usman did not exist, Colby would be the world champion right now. You know what I mean? He, he's a bad boy. He's tough. I got my money on Colby, for sure. Um, yeah, Colby yeah, and also, we're going to Houston. Israel Adesanya fights in Houston. Come in early for the fight and start filming. Yeah. Um, I think this is good. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to have Dana on. We should just do this every once in a while because I feel like Deal. you're just an honorary fucking elk boy, you know, just <laughs> sitting in with us, shooting the shit. Can you get me one of those sweatshirts? Make sure it's... I'll get you one. Thank you, brother. Appreciate uh -huh. it. Appreciate Brady. it. Brady. And Dana. yeah, shout out to everyone that... Uh, thanks for the NFT launch. The shit was crazy. I think it's like... It's a new chapter for us, man. It's like the company's brand new. And uh, Discord's my new favorite shit. You got to come in the Discord. Don't too. do it. It gives you too much anxiety. What do you mean? It's nonstop. Bro, you're the it's most a lot of it's the guy. crazy. I know that, but it's the scariest thing it's ever. Not it's just scary. give me a couple of your Xanax before the, I go the, in. I don't take Xanax. <laughs> I've taken it like five times. But listen, don't Discord. <laughs> Discord. Your assistant. He, he, yeah, he will cave. Hey, your he assistant you. should never play poker. He ever. Is, he is so obsessed with you. He's, he, he he's wants like, a picture. He's like, I've never done Xanax, and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> you came in prepared today. Well done. All right. You and we're gonna we're gonna be at the fight this weekend. We're going to be drinking Howlerhead, drinking Happy Dad, having a good time at the fight. So uh, tune in. Let's go. I'm All pumped right. for this fight. All right, let's do it. Let's go. Thanks, Dana. Thanks for having me.